Hello there, my name is Jessica, and this is the Sunshine Girl Podcast. Now, on this podcast, we deal with everything life and living it, personal development, relationship issues, and so much more. And so I'm hoping that you sit back and enjoy. A lot of this content has been repurposed from my YouTube channel. That's the Jessica OS channel. And it's repackaged and brought to you right here on your favorite podcast platform. And so sit back, relax, and enjoy. For many guys, this is really tough to do. So if you can't just say it, why don't you just show it? Here's how. A great way to think about showing someone you love them without words is the idea that's hidden in the five love languages. Speaking someone's love language is about doing the things that mean love to them. The five love languages, how to express heartfelt commitment to your mate, is actually a 1992 book by Dr. Gary Chapman. It outlines five general ways that romantic partners express and experience love. Now, Dr. Chapman suggests that to discover another person's love language, one must observe the way they express love to others and analyze what they complain about most often and what they request from their significant other most of the time. He theorizes that people tend to naturally give love in a way that they prefer to receive love. And better communication between couples can be accomplished when one can demonstrate caring to the other person in the love language the recipient understands. Stay with me, because I believe there are some crucial lessons to be learned here. Here are the five love languages and how you can use them to express your love for someone. Number one, quality time. Some people want you to spend your free time with them and be really present when you're together. So try not to fixate on the time part of the love language and instead focus on the quality. Try to show the other person doing something together is important to you as well. For example, if you take a walk together, you can point things out to each other. If you're watching a film, try talking about it afterwards. It's important to avoid looking at your phone and being distracted when you're with them. They want to feel like you're present with them and engaged in the shared activity. If you want to show someone you love them without ever saying it, spend quality time with them. Number two, receiving gifts. Now, it's easy to think of someone who loves receiving gifts as maybe shallow or mercenary, but that's not necessarily true. Someone who has receiving gifts as their love language wants to know that you're thinking about them when you're not together and you want to find things that bring them joy. The best gift for someone like this is something personal that takes feelings and preferences into account. And I'm talking about thoughtful gifts. This could be something as simple as even a stone or a pebble you collected during your first walk together. You can hurt the other person if you get this gift wrong. Giving impersonal, generic, or thoughtless gifts is worse than giving them nothing at all. For example, giving your lover chocolates might be romantic, but if they're allergic to chocolates, they'll be hurt that you hadn't really given it much thought before giving them that gift. Acts of service. Now, someone whose love language is acts of service wants to know you care enough to make their lives easier. They're looking for you to pay attention and look for ways you can step in to help. 
acts of service can be big gestures or small touches or anything in between. You can make them a cup of coffee in the morning, defrost their car windscreen before a busy day, sweep up the leaves in their yard. You can help them move house. Getting acts of service right is about finding a balance between being caring and being invasive. Trying to do tasks where you can makes a difference. If you're not sure, try asking, can I help by doing X, Y, and Z? If your loved one wants acts of service, it's important not to overpromise. Offering to help with something and then letting them down can feel like rejection. Only making a cursory effort or not completing a task will also leave them feeling sad and disappointed. Number four, touch. Now, for some people, touch is their natural way of expressing love and how they know they're loved in return. Someone who has touch as a primary love language isn't always looking for sexual touch. Actually, they're looking for affectionate touch as well. Touch is about letting them know that you want to be near them and literally reaching out. Often, it's casual touches that mean the most. A hand in the small of their back, a kiss on their forehead, or taking their hand as you walk. If your loved one wants touch, it's important to give them these kinds of affectionate touches as well as sexual intimacy if you're already down that line. Often, touch-oriented people will feel uncomfortable being sexual if they haven't been getting enough affectionate or comforting contact from you. So don't get this mixed up at all. Even if her love language is touch, it doesn't mean she will want to jump in the sack with you every chance that she gets. Number five, words of affirmation. Now, some people like to hear how much they mean to you. And if this is the kind of person and this is the kind of love they understand, well, there's no way around it. You have to say it. And this doesn't necessarily mean you have to say, I love you. Compliments are often key to helping someone who needs words of affirmation to feel loved. If they ask for your opinion, pay attention. If they ask, how do I look? You may hurt them if you just say, fine, you're okay, dismissively. If you're really uncomfortable using words, remember that most people speak several love languages. Many people have one dominant love language and several secondary others. So you may want to like try and figure out what their secondary love language is and maybe try and bolster how uncomfortable you are with the first specific one uh, or the first one with the second one by being better at maybe exhibiting or showing love with the second one that they better understand. In conclusion, it will be very helpful to really understand these love languages when it comes to dealing with the opposite sex and even with yourself. And like I previously mentioned, no one has just one love language. If you know or guess your partner or your love interest's secondary love language, you can be especially loving by combining the two. For example, if they respond well to gifts and touch, you can buy them some nice massage oil and promise them a massage. Combine acts of service and quality time by taking care of, say, an errand for them to free time up for you to be able to spend together. 
these are simple ways to be able to pull things like this off. Thank you so much for listening to the Sunshine Girl podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you share it with someone else who will find this information beneficial. I hope the conversations were great as well. And if they were, make sure you tune in again and subscribe to the channel. Turn on notifications so whenever I post a podcast, you're able to listen in and share once again. If you'd like to support this podcast, you absolutely can. You can become a supporter of this channel. Just search for it right here on this platform or you can find me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Jessica OS. I would absolutely love all the support that I can get. Thank you so much for watching and listening. I'll see you again soon. Thank you.